Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? My stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There at the Family Podcast for Adults and the Home for Wayward Pussy. What? Were you just saving that up? Nope. Just thought of it now, actually. Right. I just thought of it now. We do have about six pussies hanging out in the backyard, though. Yeah. Little gray and white ones. I think it's funny how, A, it's kind of a weird time for there to be kittens back there, right? Uh, yeah. Because it's going to be cold. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I think it's funny how when there are kittens in the neighborhood, they all end up treating our pool like fucking shingrel. I know. <laughs> There's just like, you go out there, there's six or eight of them sprawled around the edge of the pool laying on it. Their paw dangling over in the water. It's not like, like it's really? the only pool in the neighborhood either. Really? Y'all just come here and fucking hang out. And then they look at you when you go out in the backyard. They're like, seriously? Why are you out here? We're just fucking chilling. Why you got to come ruin everything? Our stupid dog is just as dumb now about the cats back there as she was before. She's, she's so terrified. She's so dumb about them. She wants, she wants to kill cats so bad. You can, when she's inside and the cats are outside and she can see them, she vibrates with this intensity of, I got to get my fucking jaws on that cat. And she has, in fact, grabbed your cat and pinned her to the floor, right? Yeah. But then something in her stupid little Boston Terrier brain kicks over and she just goes, no, I don't. What am I? What am I doing? And she t- runs. She's terrified. She runs in fear. When she sees the cats outside, she'll try to like sneak up on them a little bit. But as soon as they look at her, she's like, holy shit. The cat's looking right at me, man. And she runs back to the house. It's like, what are you doing? (laughs) Even when they're itty bitty. Yeah, exactly. It's like you could go over there and eat half of those cats in two seconds. I understand you're a little bitty dog. They are tiny little kittens. You could kill them all. But now she's just like, holy shit, it's looking at me. I don't know what to do. Uh, Which is better than the cat we found. Second thing, three to school a couple days ago. And we go outside, and it was the first time it was really cold. You know, it started to get chilly. Well, hallelujah, it's been cold. A little nip in the air. And we're we're always running a little bit late for school. I'm like, come on, let's get the, come on, we gotta get the fuck out of here. And she sees this cat laying in the next door neighbor's yard, or, or driveway, right? Mm-hmm. And it's laying there. And I know the wild cats don't just lay there. Right. Right. <laughs> Wildcats see you come outside and they go, I got to get my feral ass out of here. Or if they don't run away, they at least stand up and go, yeah, I see you. Right. They're at least paying attention. Right. This cat lifted its head and then its head immediately flopped back down. And thing three is halfway across the yard. And all I can think is that please don't go over there and look at this fucked up cat because something is wrong with it. And I don't need the tears at this point in the morning. Right. So I'm yelling at her. I said, leave it alone. We don't have time. Let's get the fuck out of here. As soon as we get in the car, she's texting you. With explicit instructions, right? Yes. She's like, mom, you've got to go next door and save the cat. I'm like, what are you talking about? I I, I have no idea. And I said, what cat? She goes, the gray and white one. It's in the driveway. It's laying down. It's cold. You have to save it. I'm like, oh, brother, okay. You have to get a blanket, you have to put it in a box, you have to bring it in the house and give it food and water. Well, that's what she means by saving it. Well, that's what she said. That was Those were her instructions. <laughs> Do these things. 
And I sent you a text and said, that gets fucked up. So. Well, I walked up to it and I had a little bowl of food and I had a little bowl of water. Because it was really cold. And yeah, he barely lifted his head up. And then um, I wanted to alert the neighbors. I didn't want them coming out of their garage and, and running over it until I could get it relocated. And nobody was answering the door. And I went back to check him out again. And between the time that I had left him and had returned, he tried to get up and move. And it was apparent that his, like, whole hind section was mashed. Wasn't working at all. Right. Turns out this is the cat the lady was looking for, right? Yeah, a couple days previous to that, somebody was going door to door looking for a cat that she apparently had hit. Right. And, and nobody had seen it. I don't know how this fucking cat lived for several days. I have no idea because I didn't see it close up, but it was fucked. It was oh. messed up. And I wished I hadn't seen it move like that. I was like, oh, geez. Now what am I going to do with that thing? And as soon as it kind of repositioned or whatever, it passed out again. I was like, oh, my God, this is awful, awful, awful. Right. So I don't want anybody to think that I'm heartless. But when I was growing up, you know what the end of this story is, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you it's have like to put your it grandma its, takes you. You, you have to put it out of its misery. All right. One way or another, right. you can't let this go on. Well, it's there's terrible. no way I could do anything. I was like, no, I can't stomach that. And I, I had, I, in my time growing up, I've put a number of animals down because they were too badly injured to be fixed. Right. And I know people would be like, you could totally take it to a vet and the vet could put it back together. Yes. And it would cost 10,000 fucking dollars. And uh, sorry. But no. So I decided I wasn't going to fucking kill it because I don't need that on my fucking hands right now. Mm -hmm. So I looked it up and gave you the number and said, call the fucking Humane Society and tell them to come get this goddamn cat. I know. I felt so bad. I, I, I used a box to kind of support him so he wasn't flopping around anymore and then put him in a little box and, and put a nice warm blankie over the top of him and moved him out of the way so he wasn't going to get picked on. And, right, and I just waited. I felt so bad, and I, I feel bad too. But this is one of those things we've talked about. You and I have talked about this before. We've had pets of our own. I, I had my cat for almost twenty goddamn years, and when the time came, I had a choice to spend thousands of dollars to try to prolong its life or just pull the trigger. You know, have him put down because it's not gonna. Yeah, it wasn't gonna be good for him. No, you're yeah, not really. He had so much internal damage. I doubt there was right. anything they could do for him. Even if, even if they could fix him. Even if thousands of dollars worth of surgery could have fixed this cat, its life would have been miserable. It was, it's, it was so fucked up, but I felt terrible, and we had to lie. I know. <laughs> I didn't want thing three to know how badly messed up he was. And um, so I texted her, and I said that uh, the owner came back and picked him up. She was like, no, I wanted to take care of it. And I was like, okay, are are you wanting that because for selfish reasons? Or is it be you know, is it better that poor kitty, you know, was lost and now his owner found him and now everybody's happy again? Except Right. You. So everybody's happy but you. Inside I'm thinking, you know, I'm not really happy. 
because I never right. really have. <laughs> I know, I know the actual story. Trust yeah, me, kid. Exactly. Take my answer for what <laughs> Trust me. Because otherwise, someone like has to tell you. Fun. I called the kitty executioner to come execute your cat. Poor baby. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. But what are you supposed to do? I mean, and I have to say that stray animals are becoming a bigger and bigger issue around here. Right. I, I mean, I've seen more stray dogs than stray cats around here than I have for a long time. Stray cats, I don't really care about that much. They tend to stay out of your way and they tend to not fuck things up or cause me personal well, problems. Rodents and and they eat snakes and rats and whatever. But, it's still not a good idea to have a bunch of them all over the place. Well, things it's like the little family. I haven't told thing three about them at all. Well, you shouldn't. Well, I haven't seen them. It stormed pretty bad yesterday. Yeah, the uh, the mama obviously moved them somewhere. Right. So I just don't know, but the, but there's so many stray dogs around that I'm really starting to get unhappy. Well, here's the problem: when a stray dog runs up to your front door. And starts snapping at you when you're trying to leave your own house. That's a problem. Yeah, I don't like that. When I don't know what it is about dogs, but when there's one of them, there's usually like three of them well, they're pack all animals. running together. Well, I know that, but how do they find each other? They they're like texting or something. Yeah, you're the one that they told everybody I'm gonna the be story. On the third block they told, in about 15 told, minutes. Why don't you come meet me? Come on. You're the one that tells you're everybody. Hang. This. You tell everybody the story about the midnight bark. How do you think they find each other? How do you think they find each other? They're telepathic. That's the only explanation. They can smell another dog ass from 100 miles away. Crazy. It's annoying is what it is. And I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what the solution is. All these fucking random animals popping up everywhere. Well, do you think it's because people can't take care of them, so they just turn them loose? I do. I know that's what it is. I know a lot of them I see them like that dog was in somebody's house yesterday, you know, or people losing their houses or whatever. They just turn them loose. I, but I have seen dogs. and I'm like, you're still wearing a fucking collar. You didn't escape. Somebody let you go. So I don't know, but it's one of those problems, those kind of urban problems that the only solution is you got to kill a bunch of fucking animals and nobody needs, nobody wants that. But I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe when we find the owners of people whose dogs that we kill them. Once word gets out, that'll slow shit down, you know? Here's your dog. I'm going to kill you and feed you to the dog. Problem solved. Dogs don't care, Cam. You think every dog whose owner's ever died has eaten that owner if they get a chance? Well, I know our dog would munch down on me. (laughs) Like, look, I'm sorry, but I am hungry, and you are in reach. Mm -hmm. She gets all squirrely. She can totally take people down. That story that was going around a couple days ago about the two-year-old that was locked in the house with her dead mom. Yes. I was really hoping that was going to go cannibalistic towards it when I was reading it. Oh. I was like, eh. Why would you wish for something like that? Oh, because that makes It's a the... horrible, awful, terrible story to begin with. Okay. I told you before. Stories start off. Stories like that start off as awe, right? And then they go to ooh. And I, want, I need them to go all the way around the curve to holy shit, that's fucking amazing. It's not good. It's gone all the way around. It's spun all the way around into a whole new level of what? We've got a story like that coming up. Want to do some news? Terrible. Huh? All right. Kids are evil, though. I predict a whole another set of books about evil kids pretty soon. Because they're just rotten. Watch Children of the Corn. Tell me I'm wrong. The original, not the new Fangled remake. The new Fangled remake is dumb. news with Kim. Russian police have arrested a man described by local media as the cemetery collector 
for digging up 29 corpses and dressing the remains in female clothing to display around his flat. What? Grainy police video images of the man's cramped flat showed what looks like several life-size female dolls without faces, some with platinum blonde wigs. During a search of his flat and garage, 29 self-made life-size dolls dressed in the clothes of buried people were found. A spokesman for police in some place in Moscow said Tuesday. Now, here, this is the last line. It, it goes with the line you said just before, and it's like, why didn't you start with this one? It was ascertained that he used mummified human bodies from the graves to make the dolls. Right. You don't, don't say. That they were life-size dolls. <laughs> that they were dolls. life-size dolls. They were mummies. You don't. I like how he covered up their faces. See, okay, so they didn't have faces. Did he cover them up or did he chop them off? I think they were probably not pleasant to look at. He also so, had a bunch of um, doll making books. And in fact, he had a lot of like collectible dolls in like Victorian dress and stuff laying around so that he could, you know, look at them. It's very creepy. It's super creepy. <laughs> yeah, he was like some kind of weird historian. Yes. Too. Well, hello. If you're up close and personal with all of the graves and stuff, I'm pretty sure you get quite knowledgeable pretty fast. It's creepy. Yeah, he was the local idiot savant of the graveyards. Why do people do this kind of stuff? I have no what idea. What breaks your head where you're like, you know what I need? I need a mummy. Oh, you know what else I need? I need 28 more so that I can dress them up and make them pretty. Yikamundies. I think they should probably take some of those, like, legitimate dolls that he had laying around. Because certainly he could get a nice price on eBay for the haunted dolls. Because if there was a haunted doll, those are it. (laughs) Right? eBay cracks down when you're selling body parts. They don't think it's fine. No, I said the real dolls, not the life-size ones that he made. Because he had other oh, dolls. Oh, 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 that's gross. Why is that gross? I just don't. Selling the dolls. No, it's gross. Some, something about it makes it worse because they've seen it. You know what I mean? Like they were there when he was doing all his dirtiness. Maybe the nice little audience. Do you wonder? I often wonder about these stories. Like a lot of them are sex motivated. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think he was just lonely. But don't it sounds kind of creepy. Don't you think if you're sex motivated that all this effort, eventually you're just like, I'm just going to get out there. Yeah, like, yeah, I got to dig people up. I got to make clothes. It is a lot of effort. I got to mummify them. A lot. Just to bust a nut. Why don't you just get a whore, bro? What would he do if he dug one up and they weren't quite what he was expecting? He'd make them. Oh, this make one's him. kind of ugly. He'd make, he'd make them what he expected. You think, he put the, the faces. you think he threw those creepy white masks on him when he was doing stuff? I'm talking about those. I don't know. You're making an assumption that he actually did things with them. He may not have. He may have just had them sitting around. Really? Yeah. I I challenge you to find one case where a man had female human corpses that he didn't do things to. I don't know. Black. I'm just saying. Pretty unsavory. But 29. I mean, you could. I mean, that's good for a whole month. How do you think you clean that stuff? I mean, you'd have to clean it. I don't know. Perhaps he inserted plastic tubing or something. So you didn't have to worry about it. I think he just wore a condom. I I doubt it. I would. It's a corpse. 
Speaking of, you want to hear an even grosser story? Do I want to hear a grosser story? Even grosser. This Am one. I going to hear it anyway? Even this if one's I gross, no? right? But he didn't kill anybody, correct? So you just don't even... You're just going to... I'm just going to keep going. So <laughs> just strap on. But you know what I'm saying? He, he just dug people up. He wasn't killing anybody. Right. Which is gross, but what are you going to do? They did this study where they found a bunch of dudes who admitted they liked boning animals. Oh, yeah. And they discovered that... Now, this is the kind of thing that I wouldn't have even imagined would be possible. Right? That having sex with an animal would give you penis cancer. Did they have slides? I mean, did they have slides? Like a pictorial to I, go along no, with it? No, there were no pictures. It was a very scientific paper. But they were saying it's because animal sexy parts are not the same as human sexy parts. Like, really? Big shock. Yeah, exactly. And that when you try to put incompatible sexy parts together, it, like, causes micro-fractures in your penis. And that people who do it over and over again, it damages your penis over and over again, and eventually your penis just goes, fuck it, cancer. That's disgusting. I thought that was gross, and then it got even grosser when it revealed that a lot of people who are into bestiality also have a higher incidence of STDs. You know why? Well, because it's a risky behavior, right? It's because they share. So nasty. Like, just let's just pull a train on this here goat and see what happens. Do you think they just released that paper in the hopes that it'll curbs people's appetite for that kind of activity? I, I don't think people who are into bestiality believe it's wrong. For one thing, a lot of cases I've read, people are like, I don't, I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. For another thing, I don't think cancer is one of those things that if you tell people they're going to get it, if they do something, it doesn't really sink in. I don't know why it doesn't, but like smoking is a perfect example. I've been telling people for a long time, smoking will give you cancer. That's true. But then when you get all graphic and you show people pictures, then suddenly they get the message. Yeah, you got to beat them over the head with it. They don't always. You can show people gross. You, we lived in a town where there were several people that blew smoke out of holes in their neck, and everybody still smoked. That's true. It wasn't like you didn't see it. So that's my message for today. Stop having sex with animals. It's gross, mm -hmm. and it'll give you cock cancer. Next story. A terrified mom thought quickly enough to rescue her young daughter when she became trapped in a washing machine. A Washington State woman grabbed a wrench and smashed the window of the machine at a laundromat in Okanagan. The five-year-old apparently climbed into the machine and it started running, even though it had been marked out of order, the Okanagan County Sheriff's Office said. The 29-year-old mother raced to her car and retrieved a wrench, which she used to break the washing machine door. I'm calling BS. I, I thought it interesting because when I first told you about the story, the only reason we're even talking about the story is because your immediate reaction was, bullshit, this couldn't have happened this way. Mm-mm. So this is the question I've been dying to ask you since you revealed to me your insensitivity and your disbelief. Mm -hmm. What is the motivation for faking your kid in a washing Money. machine? From who? The laundromat. You could sue the laundromat. But she admits that they had a sign that says this is out of order. Okay. I can understand that it had a sign that said out of order. However, if you look at a washing machine door, it's not that easy to close from the inside. You're assuming that the child <laughs> climbed in and purposefully closed the door, triggering the mechanism to make it start. Okay. Right? Now, right. Because I've seen kids do shit just this stupid. 
It, no. I have seen one of our children crawl under the sink and pull the door closed, right? And then not be able to get out. Yeah, a door is completely different because it's they're hinged. And they're, I'm just saying, no. this door is hinged too, but the there's nothing to hold on to. It has to be pushed from the outside to close it. No, they have the little lip on the inside where it seals. It's got like the little rubber grip. Know. Do you think that's easy for a five-year-old to grab? I've seen five-year-olds uh-uh. close doors from the inside. Yes. Uh-uh. Yes. Nope. I'm not buying it. <laughs> well, ma'am. Did she just happen to have a wrench in her car? Do you remember when we drove a shitty car like the people of Okanagan? Seriously. I had all kinds of tools in the back of that car, remember? You don't think it happened? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm going to fly you up to Okanagan now. I think she discussion. could. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> so I, she's leading me to believe she just couldn't open the door? Well, okay. obviously latched really easily. That was one of the parts. You couldn't just open the door. No, you had to smash it open. What? That was one of the parts where I was it like, makes no sense. This is curious because the latches on these doors aren't terribly strong. <laughs> All right, you it may have convinced me with that last bit of evidence. Well, thanks. But I do remember. Did, did you ever remember somebody when you were a kid, like back in the olden days when we had refrigerators that had latches on them and shit? Did you know oh, anybody yeah. that got locked in something? Well, I I know people that locked someone else in, not that locked it in themselves. But do you know of a child that was locked in something and then there were a bunch of kids standing around outside it going, now what? Or did you all just go, bye? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's what happened to me. Like when I passed out on the stupid swings and everybody left. Kim's locked in the refrigerator. Kim's hanging upside down. She's not talking. She's not moving anymore. (laughs) I'm out of here. We had... We had somebody get stuck in a piece of farming equipment one time. Ooh, that's bad. Yeah, it was pretty scary. That's bad. We tried really hard to come up with ways to get them out, and eventually we did free them, but there was a lot of damage to the farm equipment in the meantime. That is not cool. Yeah. And I'm sure there was probably some easy, logical way for getting them out, right? Well, okay, I don't know, because no adult was ever consulted about it. Oh. Right? We never, we didn't go back Even and Even th- looking back at it no, now, you can't? no, no, no. no. No, because it was one of those hay baler things with the claws. You know what I'm talking about? Right. And the claws closed like a bear trap, kind of. Uh-huh. Okay. They were closed, and the kid was in there. You see what I'm saying? Right. Those hay balers have a thing inside them when they open that, like, will fuck shit up if it's in there. So I don't know how, I don't know how the right way to get them out was, but our way was to... Get a just bunch to of, yank him? No. <laughs> Find the biggest no. opening and no, we, make it fit. We tore up a bunch of the tines to let them out. We bent them like a fork, so it was like the bear jaws thing. Well, at least you could bend them. Well, yeah, they were, they're not huge or anything. There's just a lot of them, and it will fuck your shit up if it closed on you. I don't think of anything else. We had a guy, we had somebody get stuck in a cave one time. That was pretty, that was actually pretty scary. Yeah. We were, early, we were young teens, and somebody got hung up in a cave and we could not for the life of us figure out how we were going to get them out then their backpack ripped and they fell and they were like oh that's what it was my backpack had me hung up so that was good then there was that one time where you got stuck in a dumpster when you're trying to pee oh shut up that's my favorite story to tell your daughters obviously you've mentioned it several (laughs) times in the last week thanks a lot now that they're older 
No, their mom was kind of hip and happening for a while. Next story. Authorities and doctors are warning parents who want to avoid chicken pox vaccines for their children that a new mail-order scheme to share lollipops licked by children infected with the disease as a way to create immunity in their kids is not only unsafe, but illegal. Can you imagine getting a package in the mail from this complete stranger that you know from Facebook because you joined a group and say, here, drink this purported spit for some, from some other kid? U.S. Attorney for the Middle District of Tennessee, Jerry Martin, told the United Pro- or the Associated Press. News reports from Phoenix's KPHO-TV and Nashville's WSMV-TV uh, Just this skip week it. If it's going to make you mad, just skip that Looked part. into groups forming on social media sites like Facebook that offer ways to get natural immunity from chicken pox by deliberately exposing children to the disease. It's kind of crazy that the same parents who won't give their kids a vaccine in a doctor's office Mm-hmm. Well, solicit strangers on the internet mm-hmm. to, to send them vials of spit or licked on suckers or any other number of disgusting things, which they then happily shove in their kid's face. Right. Not knowing, you know, let's say hmm, that the lollipop hasn't been tainted with in any other way. Poison. Like, or maybe right? the person was slobbering on it with some, I don't know, hepatitis. hepatitis. Something truly fucking disgusting. Exactly. What? Meningitis. I mean, I'm constantly telling my kids not to drink after people they know. Yes, because you never fucking know in this day and age. People are filthy. And that's what I'm so mad about. You you really think this is the way to do it. You really think this is the way to do it. It was bad enough back in the day where parents were stupid and somebody got chicken pox and you threw them all in a bed together and left them there until they were all sick. Remember that? Yes. Okay, that was bad enough. But at least it was people you knew, and they weren't saying, kiss your brother. Look all around in his mouth. Eat, drink, drink after him. Eat, eat off his plate. Nobody was saying that because it's disgusting. This is a thousand times worse. It is so dangerous. It's also illegal. Did you know that? Well, yeah, you're passing like, like a bioterrorist. Yes, exactly. This is what the Patriot, Patriot Act was made for. Bust these stupid motherfuckers. Explain to them the levels of their stupidity. Somebody, we did that story about the the guy who suggested beating your kids good and hard. And, you know, a couple kids died. And now everybody's pissed. Kids are going to die from this. Mark my words. Somebody is going to die from the stupid behavior because it's the internet. <laughs> Someone will send you something vile. It's going to happen. The fact, what if you get some dummy on there who's just trying to get addresses of kids yes, correct or who thinks this you know it'd be awesome if a bunch of kids drank my semen i'm gonna mix up a batch and put it all exactly. over these suckers <laughs> people are gross stop taking it's so dumb would you let your kid eat candy from a stranger no would you let your kid eat candy out of a stranger's mouth apparently you would so fucking dumb so dumb there, there's a shot. Go get the goddamn shot. Well, and you can still get chicken pox after you've had the vaccination. It just won't be as bad. It won't be as bad. And let me tell you, thing one and thing two had the chicken pox before the vaccine came out. They had it in their mouth. In yeah, it's their gross. Ears. It's gross. I mean, it was like, if you think a canker sore is bad, try having chicken pox on your tongue. Yeah, chicken it was pox, awful. Chicken pox are terrible. And I understand that everybody wants, doesn't want their kid to get it when they're an adult. I get that. I totally get it. 
But there's a right and a wrong way to approach this shit, and you are all doing it wrong. You're all doing it wrong. Seriously. It's just, it's the greatest parenting fail in the history of parenting fails. Stop. That's like, I got a story today from this lady. He was, I, I get these parenting tips things because I like to mock them. Right. Sometimes I will even go to their magazine, or their, not their magazine, go to their website and mock them at their website. And then they always delete my comments because they know I'm right. Today's tip was, do you have a kid with a snotty nose? And then they're, they're talking about like two-year-olds, one and two-year-olds, right. little they kids, They always right? have a snotty and nose. They got some snotty nose. They mm-hmm. slobber too much. You know what their suggestion was? No, what? Tie a bandana around that kid's neck. <laughs> to catch the drool and have a nice handy right. place to wipe the snot. And something for them to choke to death on. Nice. You don't tie shit around little kids' necks because little kids are dumb. You tie bibs around their neck. It w- While you're sitting there I'm watching saying. them, right? How often did your kid wander around the house with a bib around their neck? Just waiting to get caught on something when they trip, right? They trip, it catches on the edge of something, and you come in, your baby's hung. You know why? Because you tied something around his neck like a dummy. Stop doing it, dummy. Something that makes your kid look stupid. Okay, speaking of people looking stupid, Thing 3 has a well-known obsession for watching YouTube videos. She came to me the other day, and she had her iPod, and she was... On the Ellen DeGeneres show website. And Ellen apparently posts a boatload of videos. And one of them that she was looking at was a uh, a woman and her mom. Now, we're talking a middle-aged woman and her mom going through a uh, haunted house. And their reactions were so over-the-top. I was laughing my ass off. Yes. I have never seen someone so terrified of, of a haunted house in my life. They, they were screaming and yelling and throwing shit when nothing was happening. And it was so dumb because you know when you're going to get scared when you walk past the dark place. It's going to be the same shit every time. It was dumb and they were freaking out. My favorite part was when the daughter hurls her mother at one of the, the monsters and says, take her, take her, not me. Or when the monsters are actually laughing. Yes, the monsters are like, bitch, you are freaking out, and I have not even jumped out at you. I didn't even do what, what am I supposed to do? You're not making this fun for me. You're screaming too much. Do you wonder how people who get that upset about haunted houses, how they survive the real world? Like, I get the impression that these chicks would, like, if they're in traffic and they see a squirrel dart, they just lock up their brakes and start shrieking at the top of their lungs. It was quite hilarious. I recommend it for viewing. Stop reading the internet. It's dumb. I do not like whenever you're bossy. You were telling a story that I wasn't particularly interested in. So I was trying to amuse myself. (laughs) Why are you mad, bro? You're so insulting. You're not even wearing your headphones. I can do the show without your headphones. I can hear you plenty loud. I could not do the show without my headphones. It would sound weird. Trust me. Seems strange. All right. You got anything else to talk about over there? Anything interesting to talk about over there? No, apparently not. <laughs> I love you. Mm-hmm. You're the favoriteest wife I've ever had. Yay. Well, I think that's saying something. I don't know what I'm going to do when you divorce me, though. I'll think about that. I, think I deserve a Medal of Valor. For what? For reals. 
for staying around and antagonizing me all the for time. Endurance. See, when you say stuff like that, it really does hurt my feelings. Oh me. my god! Do you know that when you say you stuff know how like rude that, you are to me all the time? Do you know when you say stuff like that, it really hurts. Oh, whatever. Because you mean it. You know. Yeah, rewind and play it back. Don't call us. We're gonna call. They can call our Google line at two one four two six seven nine. Last show ever. Email. RWTY show at gmail.com. Enjoy it while it lasted. Kim is too mean for me to keep doing her show with. <laughs> She's hateful. I'm so hurt. I'm so terrible. Go ahead, everybody. Send me some hate mail. I did notice that you received a coffee that was comparable to mine today. I did. Not quite as tall. Because I ordered for you. Well, so I'm, they didn't know which one was I'm, which. I made the mistake of coming up there with you. I shouldn't have. I should have had you order it on your own. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, without me around. But I, I was there. I think it screwed up everything. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastalley.com. 